is going to bring time to see Beckon for another episode of FUT Live. Have Joey and Felix here today. First real episode of FUT 21. We obviously did um, some beta stuff and then some pre-FIFA 21 stuff, but FIFA 21 is pretty much here um, on the eve of it actually being full released for EA Play and then the pre-order. Um, we've used our 10 hours. Well, actually, Joey and I have not from what we discussed, but Felix has used his 10 hours. Uh, we've gotten a lot of game time in, so we're here to talk about it today, but how are you guys doing? Fantastic. <laughs> doing great. Just as good as Felix after his last oh. draft. Oh, fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even started. Like, first podcast, FIFA 21. We're not even a minute in, I'm already in the mud. I mean, we did just oh. watch Felix rage quit the first round of a draft. Was it the first round? I actually don't know. But it was the second, uh, second round. I'm surprised the first round with that team, to be honest. I don't know what's wrong with draft, but every team I get just reeks, honestly. is horrendous, man. I guess we can start there, but I know, obviously, you guys, the way you guys do it, you put the few points on, and, and you kind of grind draft at the start. So um, how has that, has, has that gone well for you? I know Felix packed a few players, but... Uh, just in general, like, have you guys been playing more draft? Have you guys played much rivals at all uh, outside of maybe placements or still just sticking to draft? I've not touched rivals at all yet. I've just played draft, but it's going really, really badly. Like, I'm, I'm struggling with a game. I'm bad at this game. I get bad drafts, it's a bad combination. It's just all bad for me at the moment, sadly. Um, I'm trying to adapt. I'm trying to get good at the game. But well, we'll get to the gameplay aspect, but there's a lot of frustrations I have with the gameplay in this current stage. Um, in terms of packs from drafts, literally nothing. I don't think I got... Well, I got one discard inform. That's literally the best thing I got from draft. The rest was a bit of a stinker. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's the gameplay I'm struggling with, man. I've, I've played, like, ten drafts. I've won one of them, maybe. Well, I did win one. I got to the final like six times. I'm having a really, really hard time with this game. I'm not going to lie, man. It's tough. Yeah, no, we'll get to gameplay in a little bit. I just was um, kind of seeing what, what, what you guys used your 10 hours for. Um, I know oh, you yeah, opened well, a lot of packs as well um, um, on top of that. But it's actually interesting here you haven't even touched Rivals um, yeah, at all. It's, le it's less actual gameplay for me than uh, last year, where I enjoyed the game a lot more. Um, this year, I'm, to be honest, most of the time just opening packs, which is pretty dry and boring. I've played a couple of drafts, but it's been more pack heavy this year, definitely. Yeah, I've, Joe, I've, yeah, I've so been Joe, in the you're same, kind of saying. same boat. Um, so normally, I usually put only twelve thousand points um, in the beginning, and I do it all in draft. But I was able to get FIFA points on my account um, before EA Access came out, so I had it when the web app was out, and that gave me a massive advantage because that that would just I was able to get a lot of coins to be able to invest early on. For example, uh, I was able to buy Aguero for 39,000 coins, Ramos for 35,000 coins. This was on first day of web app since I had, uh, I think I put in 48,000 points, which I believe is $350, which is the most I've ever spent on FIFA on opening day. I've never put that kind of money in at the, at the start, but I figured I... I didn't really spend anything at all on FIFA 20 uh, since I quit so early. So I figured, you know, let's just go ahead and, and, and see how it goes. And in those 48,000 points, I, I didn't play any draft in those, but my best pull was Cruz. That was my best pull in 48,000 points. And I just was, that. those are the types of like feelings afterwards. You're like, 
man, what did I just waste my money on? But on the contrary, um, I was able to walk away with a lot of coins and I did some heavy, heavy investing. I've, I've just been trading more than actually playing. I did my placement games, went 5-0, and had a really good squad. So um, got the 124,000 coins, played a bunch of drafts, um, haven't really done great. I mean, I'm getting to the finals and semifinals for the most part. So the return on packs has been decent, but still, I haven't packed anything compared to what people are packing. My pack track's been all right, to be fair. Started out really, really dry. And then um, I was talking to Joey Sharp on Twitter, how he's got an absolutely outrageous team. Um, he spent a lot of money, but he's got a better team than you'd expect for that uh, sort of money, is what I'm saying. And it seems his pack like, rubbed off on me because ever since I started talking to him, I packed Mo Salah and Mbappe. So you been all right. Lucky, lucky guy. It's a, it's uh, Tud's spent less than I did. I think he spent what thirty six thousand or something, and he packed what? He, I think he had packed like some crazy, crazy pulls, from what I remember. Yeah, he, like he, ridiculous. He told me, um, when I was streaming as well, he packed like Kante, two Griezmanns, and and that sort of stuff. It was mental, man. Yeah, it's just that's one thing about FIFA points that I wish they figured out how to even it out because if I'm a competitive player, let's say. You both and I, you and I just put, let's say 30,000 points each. You can walk away with potentially 3 million coins. I can walk away with like one. 300K. Yeah, or 300K. So it's just like, I wish there was a way they could figure out to make it fair or not, not necessarily. Comp I understand it's a gamble. Like you're, you're rolling the dice when you open packs, but I just wish there was a way where if you put X amount of points in, at least you're guaranteed some type of return. I would, love that way more than just kind of that, oh, that crazy great. concept that they have in another game that ea produces called madden that has what's called exactly. a bundle topper yes that, that if you if you buy you can so if you buy 12k fifa points there's this 12k madden points or whatever there's there i think they're, i don't know if they're actually 12k but they're like 10k and you buy a set of packs so instead of buying 10 100k packs for 10 i think that's a thousand fifa points and so that'd be 10 that'd be 10,000 fifa points would be 10 packs you get instead of buying ten individual, you just buy this bundle. It comes with ten, and it comes with this bundle topper. So after you open your ten packs, you don't open another pack. It's just it's like a one player pack, but that player is guaranteed to be whatever it is. They for Madden the way they usually do it, it, those those bundle toppers are wrapped around whatever promo they have going on. So essentially, like say Future Stars is the promo. And they had this bundle in there. You pay 10,000 FIFA points, you get 10 100, uh, 100K packs or 50K packs, whatever that is. I think it's 50K. And then you would get uh, 86 plus Future Star as the bundle topper. So you're at least guaranteed that one player at the end, assuming your 10 50K packs are awful. Uh, I dig that. I dig and, that. And obviously that still is the gamble because, you, as you said, like Tuds could put on 36,000 uh, 36, FIFA points, you could put on 80,000, and he could still make more if he gets like one insane player. But I don't think we're really trying to stop it from from that kind of luck like um i don't think we want the people that only put on 12k to have bad luck but it was just like a few extra guarantees here and there can go a long way yeah there's got to be some i mean th again I'll, I'll repeat it 350 dollars best player tony cruz that's it shouldn't happen 350 dollars is a lot of money on top of buying the game so imagine are if it was talking, someone talking about um value wise the best player or rating wise by the way uh both <laughs> Oh, get like a, did you get like a Valverde or a... No, I didn't get... I'm telling you, that was... 
Okay, I'm sorry, not value wise because he is cheap. I forgot. To, I forgot that he's. He's like 17k, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll take that back. Value wise, the best pull was. Uh, there was an 85 rated in there. I want to say. Oh boy! No, 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 no! I didn't get any of the extinct ones. I didn't get any of the extinct ones. I honestly forgot. But it was nothing crazy. Nothing more than 30,000 30, to forty thousand coins. It wasn't That's anything crazy. crazy. It is horrendous because I've packed out of my my pack only account. Exactly. I remember I came in your stream. I was like, "Dude, this is my." You're like, "I haven't spent any money, and I think I have uh, better luck th or better packs than you did. You got on no on a no money RTG account." Yeah, so, no, and even even worse than that, I so I had the second account, and I was just bored one day, so I popped on the web app on the second account, and in my startup, my welcome back packs, I got an untradeable Conte, and I'm just never gonna touch that account, but uh, it's there. It's there, sitting there. Three hundred thousand player untra untradeable though. So like, I mean, but. I think what I'll probably do is I'll try to find a way to um, build a series on that second account and just do something fun, like a, maybe a French team or something like that. Just like build it around Conte. Quite honestly, if I had packed anything decent, I think I wouldn't have done as much trading as I have been. I've literally been watching. I've been just stalking uh, uh, Twitter people, uh, trader Twitter, like their their Twitter pages of what to invest in, and then I've been watching elite stream like 24 7 seeing what he's doing literally copying him so anytime mm -hmm. he's sniping players i'm doing the same thing um but i would i'm overly invested in a lot of extinct players however i bought majority of them prior to them going extinct because again i was following a lot of uh twitter uh trading pages and they had said like buy uh marshall or, or buy all whoever so i've got a lot of them in my trading list right now so i'm hoping that uh, that I get a good return once the price ranges go up. Yeah, I, I haven't traded as much. I, so I, like like you kind of hinted, I I didn't say it, but I'm doing like that pack only first owner, whatever you want to call it. Um, no no FIFA points, and I'm only using players that I've either that have first owner essentially. So I can do some SVCs, I can do the challenges when, whenever they start adding them in, um, and then I can obviously anything I pack I can use. Um, so I'm I'm doing that. So I'm I'm also trying not to trade on top of it because I just. Even though I actually will get to the gameplay, I still want to push off the gameplay because I think that's going to be the majority of this episode. Um, but even though I'm enjoying the gameplay uh, myself, uh, I still I'm so bored of the FIFA cycle at this point. Uh, it's too easy to build a team without FIFA points. I mean, just a regular Rodigori is just too easy. Um, and then forces you to use sort of the same players. And my most fun of FIFA was like FIFA 15. Um, and even then, I only played offline. But the most fun part about it was constantly switching my team around um, and just using players that maybe aren't, they're meta, but they're not like the best players around um, because I just want to use different teams. And this is going to force me to do that because I can only use people that I've packed or that I have. Uh, I can't just go buy a new player that comes out. So like say future stars promo comes out. I can't just go buy one of the future stars and insert them in my team. I'll have to either pack them or, or not. And then like, so I, it'll force me to use different teams, but so that's what I'm doing. Uh, and, and, that, and then even then, like I said, that that's where my pack looks been, but, you know, a Gabby Jesus already, a meta player. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of want to say I, I haven't really been trading, but I know those extinct players are are hot topic right now because EA don't seem to want to adjust them until the full game comes out. I've not been trading at all, really. Um, the only purchases I've made were for my team, but those players have skyrocketed. Like, I bought Ferdinand Mendy first day in the web app for, I want to say, 30k. He's now almost 90k, I believe. Everything's going up, but I've, I've not been going after extinct players or sniping and all that stuff. 
It is boring though. I'll tell you that. Like yeah, trading yeah, is really I don't like it either, man. I, I we are back for FUT21, and so is the sponsor of the podcast, CardsPlug.com. CardsPlug.com will give you real-life FIFA card to hang up on your wall or just have by your bedside or next to your gaming setup. For me, I have them next to my gaming setup, uh, waiting for my uh, man cave to set it up on the wall. But they are very nice, very high-quality, thick cardboard. I have mine next to me. It's beautiful. Um, they'll print any card in the game. So obviously, FUT21, early game. If you find a meta player you may like, maybe that's who you go after. Um, but yeah, you can get any player in the game. You can make yourself on the card. I have one of myself right here on MLS Player of the Month from last season. Uh, and yeah, so they have any card that you could want. If you use the promo code FUT live at checkout, you're going to get a discount on top of it. So high quality and for reasonable price, uh, you can't go wrong with that. Cardsplug.com slash live or cardsplug.com. Go to checkout and use promo code FUT live. Checkout high quality card and just so customizable. You can get really whatever you want. Um, and let me tell you, the FUT 21 card designs that have come out so far are beautiful. So get yours today. I much prefer the the later stages in the game in terms of trading when you're doing flips and little investments here and then you're not just sat there trying to snipe extinct players at the start i just never liked the trading grind i don't know a lot of people seem to enjoy it but it's not for me i i don't enjoy it i just i felt like i have to do it because of how badly i got shafted in my packs yeah, that's yeah. the only reason i get you no it's cool to see like um some of the people like elite and chris rm grow so much from uh, the trading aspect, and they've they've really grinded it, and they've it's so crazy the amount of coins that you could have if you really like enjoyed it. Dude, um, it's almost it's like I mean, it's it's similar to like stock market in real life. I mean, it's very hard to lose a lot of money doing it, and it's not that hard if you put the time and research to make a lot of money from it. But it's just so monotonous and kind of boring to me, at least, and to most people. I think that they just don't do it. I don't know how Elite does it. Like I was, I tuned in. I think it was one in the morning my time, and he's in Ohio, so he's it's the same time as as me. Mm-hmm. And he was just sniping like a thousand coin players on the console over and over. I was like, man, this guy's a machine. <laughs> like, how do you how do you sit there do it for? I I did it for a good amount, but he's an absolute machine, man. So I've just been copying him as much as I can. I just tune into a stream, pull up my uh, console on one monitor him on another and i just copy what he does uh-huh. you're, you're the guy ruining it for the trader man <laughs> i am why why am i ruining it oh, you're not sniping the exact same players are you well he cycles through like 10 and he's on ps4 i'm on xbox so I'm not oh really so that's fair if, if he was yeah. on the same console then that's super yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate those people when you're sitting there trying to snipe Martial and three other people are watching you. They're all trying to snipe Martial. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you. No, no, no. He's on PS4, so I'm, I'm on Yeah, a, right. That's, that's okay. okay. So. It's the good with the bad in that sense, though, because if people are sitting... So if he, if he does, like, 10, 20 minutes of sniping, like, Martial, we'll just say, and then goes to switch to another player, but people continue to snipe Martial, it's just going to, like, obviously, this extinct time, it's not great, but overall, their investments are going to go up because they, they're obviously doing it first because they're the ones with the idea to do it. Then if everyone copies them, it's just going to rise the price anyways. Yeah, well, we'll see how what happens when they update price ranges and go from there. Uh, I kind of brushed over it, but did you, do you think they're going to update the price ranges before? I mean, the full game technically comes out now. I mean, depending on where you live, um, it's like midnight um, that time. I know everyone, the New Zealand glitch is out again this year, as always, where if you just set your Xbox, oh, well, it's only Xbox, but if you set your Xbox to New Zealand, you could you can, don't have to use your 10-hour trial anymore. Um, but do you think they're going to wait till tomorrow to update price ranges? 
Uh, or do you think they'll do it when the full game comes out uh, the ninth? The sooner they do it, the better, to be honest. It's just annoying at this point. But I, I don't know. It's, it, your guess is as good as mine, what they're going to do. I have no idea. Yeah, because Joey made a good point before we started saying, like, in EA's head, do you think they they aren't updating the price ranges because they think when the full game comes out, the market gets flooded even more, and they think these will just naturally come down below their price ranges? Which, I mean, eventually it will happen, but I don't think... I, I think they're overestimating that for when the game comes out. It depends. Like, oh, some of them, I, I can I see that happening. That. I, can, I can see it happening to some of them, but there's some players that I think are just so sought after that I don't know what's going to happen. The biggest one... As you guys know, on Xbox, I don't know why they did this one. So Martial's price was 140000 right? Price range? Yeah. And he was extinct. So rather than moving it up, they dropped it down to 70 k I did see the seven. I did see that, yeah. Why they would they do down. that? Yes, it's 70,000 70, coins right now. So it's so 160 on PS4, 70 on Xbox, 120 on PC. That was the biggest... All extinct. What? Like sniping, Why? so that's this is what I've been doing for the past few days rather than playing because it's so profitable. Yes, it's almost impossible to snipe one, it takes me an hour to snipe maybe one, if that. Like, it could take me two hours, but if I just snipe one, I'm that's guaranteed 90,000 coins profit. It's 90,000. So that's that's more than playing for three, four hours or winning a few drafts. So that's a big reason why I've just been sniping on the on the web app as much as I can. But again, it's almost close to impossible because they have so many people sitting on them. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need to create your legal hacks again, Joey. Oh, we, we've got an extinct player. Let's lower his max price. That, that's going to do the trick. Yeah, that was... I find it so weird, the difference between the three markets, too. 160 PS4, 70 Xbox, 120 PC. All extinct on all three consoles. Or not consoles, but you know what I mean. I mean, even a, even a good segue into gameplay. I don't even think he's going to be that. Do you guys think he's going to be that good to the point he's where he's a three star weak foot? <laughs> that's oh, all yeah. bad enough yeah, already. That's bad. Already low balance. I was going to say low balance three star weak foot. So I already know it's not my cup of tea. What's the hype on him? I don't get it. Just because Manu? <laughs> Manu, French. French is always the hype. Decent, decent pace. He's got good, like, good pace and finishing 89 sprint speed, 85 finishing. For, like, a, all the oh. things. He, he ticks all of Timmy's boxes. Mm-hmm. And, like, like Rob said, it's Manchester United French pace. Yeah. Hype player in general. But 100, 160,000 extinct on PS4? That seems... That's crazy. Maybe it's because of the influx of the coins that you get from the Rivals uh, rewards that made it easy for people to afford a player like that or something. I don't know. Probably, yeah. I reckon this year the market's going to be a lot more expensive anyway because of the lack of yeah. fitness cards. Oh, true. So that's something to bear in mind. Who's, have you, who's your favorite players that are to use? Everything, everything you want to buy is more expensive, but everything you've got to sell is more expensive, so it kind of evens out a bit. A little bit, at least, in theory. For you sure. See how it goes with pack luck and all that stuff. But yeah. well, I know you haven't been liking the game, Felix. Oh, well, that, At all, that, if you want to discuss things. I, I personally... Like in terms of if you want to start talking about gameplay, I, I mean, this is what happened last year. We had that honeymoon phase because we were so sick of nineteen, and I think I I don't know if it's the same thing's gonna happen this year where we were so sick of twenty. Well, I was so sick of twenty that I'm really enjoying twenty one from an attacking point of view, but I am worried that once weekend league comes around, 
we're going to settle into what people are going to find a meta for this year. And then all of a sudden, uh, people are just going to use the broken mechanics as the easiest way to score, uh, things of that nature. And I don't know if that's what's going to happen this year. But as of right now, I am enjoying it. I did listen to the most recent, um, uh, what is it, the Fault Weekly podcast, the, the interview with Sam Rivera. And he said that there's a patch that's going to be day one, I believe, that's going to fix tackling, but they're not going to touch anything else for like a month or two to see how it plays out. Because right now, that's the only thing I have a problem with is tackling and, and defense not locking on. Like you mm-hmm. can try to intercept. They don't lock on to the ball. It just it just goes right past you. So that's it seems like a bug. But other than that, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, so uh, before Felix goes, I know he'll have the most talk about it. I haven't played a ton yet. I've just, I just haven't had the time since um, it, the it's come out. It's kind of came out in a weird spot for me um, in terms of, like, start in November, I'm just going to grind the shit out of it. But it fits. I think I, I like it so far because it fits my play style, um, the, way I, well, the way I try to play FIFA. Um, it feels a lot like some couple couple years like years ago FIFA, like the four one two and two narrow being meta. Um, I, I play the four three one two currently, and I just find it fun um, because you get the you get that triangle and attack, and then you have the midfield that can hold possession, but not hold possession like a pass it around the defense way, like actually make some fun passes and stuff like that. So it fits as of everything right now that's fitting the way I'm playing. So that's probably why I like it. But like I said, I've only played I've played all my placement games. Should have won four. Um, the disconnect because it's FIFA. I did disconnect the game. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I literally thought there's a no loss glitch the way it worked out. I was telling Joey because um, he hopped in the stream and was like right after it happened. Uh, I was losing three to one. So I was playing awful and then tied up three three. I paused the game to make a sub and then I pressed play. Didn't play. Loading screen kicked off to the Xbox main menu. Uh, so it literally felt like a no loss glitch because it happened as soon as I scored the goal to make it three three. But it's, I think it was just a regular disconnect. I saw some other people complaining about it. One thing you um, touched on, possession, I think, is a little too easy to keep. I don't know what they're going to do to fix that, but I think – I know people have said to improve second-man press. I can see that being a solution. My only worry with that is if they improve it, people rely on it and just hold it, and I've always hated that. I've always hated – man, I, I've always hated people who just roam around with their CDM and hold second-man press, but – that's always been the case when attacking AI wasn't as good. I th- it's not great this year, but it's a lot better than last year. So I'm wondering, even if they improve second man press, will the attacking AI still be good enough for you to still break break it down with with the people who just hold it? Because that's that's my only worry is is they'll just sit in front of their box and just hold it and just roam around with a CDM like Conte. Like that's the most mm-hmm. annoying thing to play against, in my opinion. Is just they they hold Conte and then second man press and just run around. Yeah, with the the four three one two that I've been playing, I've actually been liking those triangles. And um, like I said, I was in that pack. I'm doing the pack count, so I was using a Bundesliga team uh, at the start, and I had I packed that inform full Krug, and that was literally like the best player I had, which he had like sixty pace. But the way he, I, I would pass it into his feet, and he would actually keep his back facing the goal, which I've always complained last year about how all your strikers, if you pass it to their feet when their backs to the goal, they instantly try to turn no matter what you do. He actually held the he held the defender on his back and let the other striker make a run off of him and it was like I was like incredibly sexually excited because <laughs> the way the attacking ad actually made a run up the striker the striker held to the ball and it looked like a real life thing that happens um, because that's how hold up play works like a striker that does hold up play and it was so cool to see um, 
but so I actually like I actually like that, and I think that could be a way that maybe if they keep the attacking eye the way it is, that it could actually be second man for us. I mean, a lot of people are saying Lukaku and Harry Kane and those players are viable to use this year. I still can't see it to be honest with you, but I'm with you on this one. Oh no, that guy was awful. That full crew was awful. He just yeah. he actually held the ball for a little bit, but so does Lacazette. So right. I know Felix has some gripes with it, though. I'm interested to hear what he doesn't yeah, like. There's about a it. lot of things I dislike about the game. Um, most of it can just be summed up as a lack of lack of agility, in a sense. And it feels like there's a lack of responsiveness because all of your players, in my opinion, whether you're in defense or in attack, they feel like they've got a piano tied to their backs. Terrible, man. You can't you can't left stick dribble. There's this new uh, agile dribbling feature where you. Hold, is it RB for you guys? Is LT for me? I think because I remapped my controller. Um, you can do that, but actual left stick dribbling is dead, and I mean dead. Like you can't turn it. It's so slow when you go when you just stand and you go one way. It's okay, but when you then want to go the other way because you want to fake someone out, not a thing. You, you are you, are you is this with all the players you feel in this or with just the players who have low dribbling stats? The only player that had some sort of resemblance of left stick dribbling that I've used so far is Neymar, and even on him it was bad. Like, it is just bad in general. It's, n- it's not necessarily to do with low dribbling stats. Of course, they don't help if they're low, but even on, on the good dribblers, it's, it's horrendous, man. I don't like to hear that because I've been sort of... Uh... Not like I, I've been trying to take all the bad as a positive in a way because I'm using like these such bad players. Like I'm not going out. I haven't done draft. Um, and I, I'm I'm not spending coins on players, so I'm not buying the meta players. So I haven't really used a ton of good players, and I found like the passing on players with bad passing stats to actually be bad at times. I know through balls, and we'll we, we'll get to that. But and then I found the left stick dribbling to be pr- very bad, as Felix is saying. But I was just, I was going down to the fact that I was using an uh, informed full Kruger striker and the fact that he can't dribble to save his life anyways. So I was hoping it was that, but so to hear it, it's, it's even with good players. It's kind of frustrating, but see, I don't feel like when I played in draft, when I, when, when I had a good draft, I would feel like the players were, they could turn like the players who could turn could turn. Salah was good. Mane was good. Um, I felt okay. I didn't feel like it was heavy um or left stick dribbling had had problems the, the biggest thing i've felt like i said is just the defenders not locking on and tackling being a little weird like it's very very difficult to perform a tackle and actually win the ball back that's been one thing and then obviously we talked about possession but in terms of dribbling i don't think i've felt what felix is feeling i don't know maybe i've had somewhat better drafts than he has um in terms of players well, I've say, had. You, you had a good draft is that is that a thing my I've had several bad ones, which I've felt the bad players, but the ones that I've had that have been good, I felt the good players perform well. Ninety percent of my drafts are just shocking, so that doesn't really help. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't like it. There's just a lack of responsiveness. It, it feels it's it's got a bit of an ice skatey vibe um, to it, in my oops, in my opinion. And I'm really not a fan of it. Uh, Really, I, I, I wish it was a bit, a bit quicker and more responsive because it takes them. D- My favorite thing to do with left stick dribbling is when I get the ball, I fake one way and then go the other way straight away. Just that little split second, left, right, right, left. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm the same and way. I, I know exactly. What you mean. I can't do that because it feels like 
When I go one direction, it's fine. But when I want to change, it's like the ground is really slippery and he's he's not got his studs on and he's like slipping away and takes ages to get to accelerate away again with a left stick. So you think uh, it's an animation uh, issue? Like the animation's not crisp? Could could be. I don't know. The animation is to me always just the graphical overlay to the to the mechanic. That's how I view it. So I, I never really put it down to animation per se. It's just the stuff in the background that's going on that's a problem for me. And I just think there's not enough not enough agility and responsiveness to the left stick dribbling. It just looks bad because they add the animation to it, I think. But I don't know. Maybe we've got different opinions on, on how all that stuff the works. Only... Fact, of the ma- fact of the matter is I don't like left stick dribbling. I think it's really underpowered. And um, I would hope for a buff, but I'm hearing a lot of people disagreeing with me, which honestly, I, I don't really understand where where yeah, they're, they're getting I've... their opinions from, because they must be playing a different game. I, I genuinely cannot dribble. Left stick dribbling was bad in FIFA 20, but it's miles better than this, in my opinion. That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it could be the fact that I think defenders don't recover like they did in FIFA 20. That's That's been one thing I really like, is if you make a mistake this year on defense, it's very hard to recover from. Like if, if you pull your center back out of position, you're through on goal. It's going to be very hard to bring him back. So maybe that's what I'm seeing. And I'm thinking that dribbling is better than what it really is because the times where my opponent is making a mistake, I can get past them. That could be a reason, but I, I still don't feel the unresponsiveness from dribbling that you have, to be honest with you. I get, I my, get uh, with, yeah. the, with the defending though. I don't mind. I've got issues with defending as well. Like oh, we're, we're going to get straight into that, I suppose. Um, the, the defender agility. I, I don't mind that when you make a mistake, you get punished for it, right? If you just pull someone out wildly and the other guy's in, you can't recover. Fair enough. But why? It's the same thing that with Leicester dribbling, in in my opinion, that you just get this ice skatey vibe of your defenders, and it feels really unresponsive when you're trying to movement. You, you can't really micromanage your jockey or your your marking and all that stuff. Are you holding sprint while jockeying? Sometimes I do. I've found I've heard that to be a problem. Sprint jockeying is horrendous, man. It's is really bad. But even normal jockeying is just super slow, and you you've not really got a wide range of where you're covering. If that makes sense. So I think there should be a little bit of an improvement, like little tweaks. I'll I'll adjust to that, but I think it does need tweaking. The the biggest problem I have with the current state of the jockeying and the defending is that you can't really set traps for your opponent. You can't say he's got two two passing options and you start covering one to make him think oh, I can pass it to this guy and then straight away you shift your focus to the player that you were faking to be open and you cover that and then kind of trick him into playing that pass and intercept you can't do it because you, you won't get there quick enough that's the biggest problem I was having because that is literally the, the way I, I defended um, pretty much all the time to be honest when there was two options, I faked covering one and then went to the other, and it worked so many times, so, especially with worse players. And, I and think, this year is it's just not a thing because you're not you're not quick enough to to get to the other position. Yeah, I'll let Rob chime in because I I think I do, I defend similar to you that I was going to uh, speak upon, but I'll let Rob chime in. Well, I was going to say I, I, it's a balance, I think, because when you guys were still talking about left stick dribbling and. Felix, you had mentioned you said that maybe you're playing a different game to people that they don't want it improved. Do you think that's that people are too afraid that if you improve the left stick dribbling, defending gets even worse? Because, like you said, you can't 
jockey, so if you do that fake move left left right and it actually is responsive, as a defender, you're just left with your pants down, essentially, and you, and you can't do anything to even try to combat it. So without improving defending, you can't improve jockey or uh, the left stick dribbling if you can't if you can improve jockey you can't improve the left stick dribbling I, sort I of situation so, yeah. I, I and that's maybe why people are so anti let's not make left stick dribbling good yet let's see how defending plays out if we make that better then maybe we go back to improving attacking because as we already said the attacking ai seems better than 20 already um so attacking already feels a little bit easier than it did last year um obviously we haven't got that part to bus um meta yet so we'll obviously when that comes into play but uh, as of now, to me at least, I find it's got a good balance because neither one of them is particularly good. Um, so whether they want to improve it or if their thought is that I don't know because I don't know how they test these games. I don't know if they like play around the stats and they didn't. They haven't. Te- I don't think they can like test like say we're obviously using the best cold gold cards in the game, but I mean realistically, they're still limited stats. Like even the best defender right now has still got limited stats. So I don't know if they've tested out with like say like a 99 Veron. Like, how does he play? And so they don't want to touch it because they know, like, eventually in three months when we have four different promos already and we're getting close to team of the year, they know that these players are already going to defend better and they're going to left stick dribble better. So they don't want to touch anything yet. Because they they know what it's going to feel like when we actually are using these 90-plus stat cards. Can you imagine if they tune it now and then we get 99 stat cards and imagine how it's going to feel then? That's what I'm saying. They're too afraid that they might overcompensate, and then by the time we get these cards, it's just going to be broken as hell because they fixed it. Because one thing I noticed is I felt... I put this, like... I don't know if I tweeted out or if I just put it in the Discord, but, like, after my placement games, I said that this is is going to be the most pay-to-win FIFA of all time because I'm using, like, a really bad team. I'm dominating these guys, and I was still, like, still having some pretty tight games. I, I won a few quite easily, but... Um, I'm just, like, because I'm seeing this bad team and I'm seeing these players from... I've already improved my team so much that I can kind of feel from the first game to the fifth game how much better my team feels. Uh, and I just, like, I played, like, a guy that w- almost... I could, I might have been his first FIFA, but he had, like, the ultra-meta Serie A team. Like, the best... Basically, the best Serie A team you could essentially have now, minus Ronaldo. Um, and he just was able to do whatever he wanted against me. So I, I wonder if they're just, like, afraid that when we start getting these insane promo cards and then team of the year, then that's just... If you improve it now, it's going to be broken to be beyond fixing when those come out. That, that could be, to be honest. I, I don't know. Like we can't judge on that because we've not got to try with the insane players and all that stuff. We we can only we can only judge what we've played so far. Yeah. We tried on beta. So far as well, so. <laughs> yeah, but the the beta was nothing like this game for me. The tackling was way better. That's for sure on the beta. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the tackling is. You know what pisses me off about the tackling. Most of all, it's not that, oh, you make a clean tackle, it bounces back. I've kind of gotten used to that, if I'm being honest, because that's been in FIFA literally since forever. Tackling has never worked. What annoys me the most is when you're running shoulder to shoulder with a striker, he takes a little bit of a heavy touch, and you get in between him and the ball. You go right Oh, through. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not possible to body someone off the ball or to get your buddy in between him and the ball and walk away with the ball without pressing tackle or without clearing the ball or passing it off straight away. You can't control the ball off of his feet after he's taken a heavy touch because you always overshoot. You always run past him and he goes right through you and yep. then he's, he's suddenly got five yards ahead. It fucking pisses me off. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. Is when you have better positioning, you try to shield them off and regardless, they just kind of... Yeah. I think it has to do with... Um, it's the lock-on. It's not locking onto the ball. 
I think that's what's happening. I don't know what uh, what the cause of this is. I, I just know what the outcome is. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know what you mean. But I, I'm almost, yeah, I'm fairly certain it that bug, with it not locking onto the ball, even though it's you're right in uh, the ball's right in front of you, it's not locking onto the defender. I'm assuming that's what Sam Rivera, the uh, gameplay producer, was talking about with the day one patch. He said there's a. He specifically said there's a bug with tackling. If you guys listen to the podcast, he said there's a bug and they plan on having a patch and then they're going to wait to see how the game plays out before making adjustments because they don't want to sway things in one way or another. Um, we just need to know what he means by bug with, with tackling. Is right. he the actual tackling? Is he, is he on about the scenario we were just talking about? Yeah, I don't know. He was vague. He just said there's a, there's a bug with, with tackling. I don't, I don't know what he meant by that. I don't know if he meant that it's just not as effective. I don't know if it's what we were talking about. If we have good position and you're not coming away with the ball, I'm not sure. Um, Does it not have anything to do with the fact that you can give away a penalty now for like the slightest touches? <laughs> it was even worse in the beta. That's improved already, but I've, I've seen... Has it, I didn't get to play the beta much, so like I said, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but it's just... Uh, I'm curious to see what they'll do, because I know a lot of people are complaining about through balls as well, that they're really, really good. Um real to be fair so yeah i mean i'm glad they're not going to patch right away but i'm wondering how bad it's going to be how bad the community will complain about through balls after the first weekend league because what i'm seeing a pattern right now especially in draft a lot of people are are playing defensive and just pinging through balls from one end of the pitch to the other to their strikers who they've put on stay um stay forward and it's really hard to stop actually because one one two pass and they're they're through I'm getting as well. That's why I think the meta is going to be sitting back and counterattacking, because you just spam one through ball down the wing, and then you've got like a Dharma Traore or something run, run down the wing, cross it in. Crosses are broken as well. So Joey's favorite person, Alex, the FIFA analyst, has <laughs> tweeted today. I was gonna say because that 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 exact play that he tweeted goes perfectly with the broken through balls. That if you start combining those two, we are in a mess. We could be in a mess um, of gameplay. Uh, if those two things don't get fixed, those are more. I, that's why I think Joey made a good point. What does he mean by like that's the only thing that's gonna be patched? Do they mean like they're not gonna fix like little things like a broken cross situ- situation? I doubt they overhaul like through balls. Yeah, yeah. I think he he mentioned that that things that are seem out of balance they won't touch right away until people settle in. But things that appear to be bugged or broken like that cross. I think that's something that they'll probably fix. Yeah, because they can put those in not maybe not the hot fixes, but like a like a more of a hot fix patch than like a, what we what our normal week two of FIFA patches. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a setting. It's for switching from semi assisted to assisted, and it's being too too accurate. So they can just you know, it's not that difficult to to change. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I I'm curious to see what people will say after the first weekend league. I think that's when we're really going to find out more about the game right now. Yes. A lot of us are having fun. We're enjoying the attacking play that a lot of people are playing open. It's the same exact thing with happened with FIFA 20. And that's why I am. I'm, I'm worried that we're in the same boat as we're happy that it feels a lot better. But as soon as we start settling in, um, we're going to have the same frustrations with things with the game that I'm hoping Fingers crossed, uh, it's still better than last year because I, I didn't like 20 at all, man, to be honest with you guys. I hated it. I thought it had a lot of potential at the start, but then, yeah, went tits up a little bit. A little I can bit. see, I know, I know what you're meaning. I, I think I, there was a, for me, 
Joey, your FIFA 20 was my FIFA 19. FIFA 19 was my least favorite like game to play of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I had that kind of feel going into FIFA 20 that uh, I had the promise. But even now, like I actually kind of I as much as I didn't like FIFA 20, just the way I had a play. I there was parts I did like, and I started liking it more towards the end because I didn't play a lot in the beginning. Um, but I can already feel like I can I can see the potential more in this game. Uh, just after the few games I've played, then I could. Uh, then and it's almost encouraging to hear that they won't fix it right away uh, obviously we we obviously have pointed out a bunch of things that they should fix but i'd rather them not fix it instead of over fix it in the first week or two or month even yeah um, i'd rather let it play out and just kind of see and develop i think we need like a i know we say like the first week and weeks league's gonna be very telling but i think you need two three even a month of weekend league um before you start changing anything crazy yeah, I'd have to say I'd have to agree with that because people are going to get better teams as well throughout the first month. Um, we'll get to use better players, and then obviously there's going to be promos. Uh, Ultimate Scream is going to be coming, so there's going to be different players we can use and see uh, how that all plays out. One thing I do really enjoy, though, um, out of anything, I do feel like more attackers are viable. Though that's one thing I have felt like I've got Sterling on my team, and I absolutely love him. And I never use Sterling on any other FIFA. I like how he feels. The shooting feels a lot better as well. That's one thing that seems. I do cool. like the shooting a lot. Yeah. yeah. If you're in on goal, eight. I'll say eight. I don't want to say nine times out of ten. Eight times out of ten, you're probably scoring despite of being on your weak foot or not. Like, and I've it's been... different type of ways of scoring too, which I like. Oh, it's yeah. what it, eighteen was low driven, nineteen was crossing, twenty was near post. Like, it's not one way. The near post still works. I was watching you, Felix. I think you were talking about near post, and yeah, it wasn't I'm OP, but it it works. Near post, it doesn't feel crazy OP, but it works still if you have a good angle. Uh, I did see that one clip that the guy twisted his whole body to shoot, but not what I mean. Um, near post still works. It, it, Even going far post at times, if you're at the right angle, works. Um, you can get by the goalie, which it should, because people score far post more often in real life than not, and, and the angles work. Um, and then chips, I think you just said that, Joey, but I saw chips. I was Obviously, Japes was talking about it because it's chip shots, but... That he finds those that if if you time them right to be the most effective way to score one on one, which is which is cool, just different ways to assess the situation and see, um, and then make the right play. Heading seems if you, it's um, it's still harder to score with heading, but still viable. Like you I score scored across, I should have scored. I was talking full Krug again. He's he's good in the air. He had he was one on one with a defender, but had good positioning, and the defender didn't like totally beat him to clear it, and he actually scored a header and put it in the corner. And it, but I've tried other crosses since. I've tried to spam crosses just to see if it's OP, and, it, and the, most of them get um, cleared out or don't go in. It's like yeah. I, crossing feels outside the broken cross that we saw where we were talking about already. General crossing feels very balanced. I agree with that. I've not had a lot of experiences with crossing. I had one game in draft where some dude literally swung in across three times and he scored all three of them. It was the weirdest thing. But that may just have been a one-off. Generally, most people don't really cross that much, if I'm if I'm being honest. At least not in the air. I I think it's because how bad it's been the past few years. I think that's yeah, that's why. probably just not in their habits. Right. No, and I agree with that, and that's why I scored the one because I I just wanted to try it, and I happen I happened to score the one I tried. So then I spammed a few more just to see if it was broken because I was like, well, if I scored the first one, but it was it it was a good crossing scenario, which is what I want. Um, is crossing I don't want to compare it to real life because we always say like where's the balance between real life and not real life but like if your attacker makes a good run off the defender 
and makes like a back post run and he's just clear he's going to head it in the net if he has like positioning i don't want it's insigne to jump over people to win headers i just want like if you actually have a free header for it to go somewhere near the net <laughs> yep definitely agree with that definitely agree that for sure i i do hope the another thing that i forgot to mention are the cutbacks i feel a little too accurate as well so hopefully they address that um and then we'll see i don't know i don't know we'll see i, I am having fun though despite all of the things that people are saying and not saying about it um it seems like the majority of the community i want to say is actually has positive things to say about fifa 21 which is good to see usually people are kind of thrashing the game um but we'll see man yeah, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan so far, I've got to be honest. Um, I'm struggling anyway, so that probably plays a factor in it. But uh, there's just a lot of things about the game I I just don't enjoy, whether I'm doing well or not. I'd love to see like you run through, like like build a team that... I saw you were building a team a little bit on stream. I'd like to see you like maybe finish that team off and then do your placement games and then take like a step back. Because obviously your placement games are going to play a lot of people that you're better oh, wait, than. Wait, wait. You, haven't play, you, have, you haven't played with your own team yet? You've only been doing drafts? Yeah, I, I don't have a team. That's why. Make your team, dude, and play. It's a it's a massive difference. Draft without using the players that you want to use or the formation you want to use. It's a completely different ballgame. Do you find the gameplay itself feels different, or it's just only down to the fact that you're using different players and a different formation? Because I know in the past, draft has felt different than Rivals. That also feels different than Weekend League. Like, you know, like they, you kind of have these different feels to the game. Is that yeah. just because of the players, or does it actually feel like a different game when you play it? I haven't played draft yet, so. Uh, you, because you're the only one that's played both. I've only played Rivals. Felix has only played draft. Oh, that's right. Um, to be honest with you, I've felt both to be pretty similar. Like, I haven't felt like draft is widely more responsive than uh, division rivals. I, I, I haven't felt that. But at the same time, there have been sluggish draft games only because i've had chemistry issues on some some of my drafts and the formations were just not as as good as i wanted them to be uh specifically like i'm i'm a 4-3-3 guy as you guys know i, I love playing with the 4-3-3 this year it's uh, i tried to force it in draft and i struggled a lot with it and i felt like i was just putting myself at a disadvantage uh trying to use the 4-3-3 i've used the 4-4-2 in, in rivals wasn't overly impressed with it even though people are swearing by it it just has a huge hole in the midfield, I feel, for counterattacks. Um, I feel like something with a middle center defensive mid is going to be almost necessary at this point just because of how good counterattacks are. So like a 4-1-2-1-2 narrow with, with the middle CDM and, and a 4-3-3-2 with the middle CDM, but I don't know how the 4-3-3 is going to play out or the false nine. I'm going to have to play around, but um, not a massive... At, at, to answer your question, it's not a massive difference, in my opinion, from draft to rivals in terms of responsiveness and, and gameplay game speed. One thing you did mention, like with the responsiveness, I, I did want to throw it there too. Obviously, it's early access and not it, the servers aren't overloaded. But outside of the disconnect, I've had no issues with connection and I've actually felt very clean um, with all my games. And I don't know if they added a server. They didn't add a server. They added a bunch of servers, but none near me. Um, but I didn't last year. I would the if I had the best connection possible, I had about 20 ping. Uh, and most games were more like 27 to like 35, 40. Um, that's where most of my games were, would range in. I haven't had a single game over 20 yet. Um, they've all been 11 
like 12, 13, like around there. Like in that uh, almost not single digit, but like very early double digits, which and, and the games have felt very, very clean. The only unresponsiveness is the left stick dribbling, but we've already talked about that. That's not the gameplay. That or that's not the connection. That's actually the game itself, um, the way the game plays. But it feels very responsive. Everything I'm doing. Yeah, same. I don't I've know if you've heard. had any. In, 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 I don't feel like if you've had any connection issues or if you felt unresponsiveness. But like, usually by now, like even I've only played like under ten games, like you would have felt at least one game feels sluggish in past Fifas. I'm always struggling to tell if I've got bad gameplay at the start, but so far, I can't say that I've had massive issues with, oh, shit, man, it feels like Saturday afternoon FUT champs or something, so it's been pretty consistent. But Yeah, I guess 30 games like, of FUT champs will change at, that, but... At the start, it's always hard to tell, because, like, I'm playing draft, I'm always using different players and all that stuff, so it's, it's a little bit difficult. No, that's a fair... I swear, I just... It's something I noticed that, outside, like I said, outside the disconnect, even though I've only played a couple of games, even then, in past FIFAs, I don't think I've ever logged on and played five games and not had one felt a little sluggish. So, I mean, it could be early access, could be down to that. Um, I guess, like, again, like everything, the first weekend league will tell because we'll play 30 games. And if you know we're just going to... There's going to be some bad gameplay in there. I'm not expecting it to be perfect every single game I play for the rest of the year. But overall, they have talked so much in these off months about servers that I actually think they have... I actually feel like they have addressed it. Um and someone can hold on to that quote for a little bit and then send it to me in December. But uh, <laughs> it does feel generally a lot better than past FIFA so far. Going to have to agree. I hope, fingers crossed, that it is fixed um, and they have some type of solution, at least maybe not entirely fixed, but maybe at least uh, competent enough to handle at least somewhat of a server load or a little bit more of a server load than previous years. We'll see as things come out i mean the game's going to come out in less than 24 hours at this point for a lot of people so we'll see what happens with the servers will be interesting when is the first week in league is it it's in next week it's not this week yeah if you're not this week and coming up but the next one so the i don't know what is that the 12th oh no the 17th and 18th um yeah, so that'll be like, I'm, and then it'll be a full week after the full access comes out, which is nice because the full access come out this Friday, um, for people that didn't pre-order the special versions. Um, so that'll be a good tell. I'm definitely gonna try to play a lot more though between now and next week. Obviously, if we do an episode next week as well, um, I'll definitely try to play more than that and see if the connection issues kind of or the connection non-issues um, stay a factor. Because when I first when I first I had ten ping in my first game and I was I was so confused that it said ten. Um, I thought it was like a visual glitch because I I had literally never had that low all of FIFA 20. <laughs> Imagine you get good connection and you think, hold on, something's wrong. You, you just know you're <laughs> playing in the game. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if it stays like that all year, then then we can they can buck the trend. But I will say a lot of this, a lot of the stuff overall, like that they fixed or changed or that feels different, feels good, feels bad, has been talked about in the pitch notes and. I mean, we've done we've done a few episodes throughout the off season uh, talking about some of the pitch notes, but not all of them. But like the ones about server responsiveness, they've actually seemed to talk and address. And it could be all talk and no show. Um, but so far, it seems like they've listened to us, addressed it, um, and made a pitch notes on it. And so far, FIFA 21's backing up the pitch notes to an extent. Um, again, it's still the first week. I think it's too easy to get overhyped, but. It's it's always encouraging when they actually talk to us. 
I noticed that as well, though, with the with the lower ping. I've had much better connection in terms of the numbers mm -hmm. on this. And and well, now I have to uh, say it's a meme, but the numbers, what do they mean, Mason? Uh, <laughs> but obviously the numbers don't mean necessarily good because I did have, like, in FIFA 20, a bunch of times you'd, you'd log in the game and be, like, 25, 30 ping, and then it'd be, one, like, one of the most slow, delayed connections you've ever played against. But uh, so it's necessarily saying what's the difference between 20 and 11, not really anything yet. It just every single game has felt clean. So that's about it. The feel of the game is more important than the actual number itself. But overall, like you said, you, you've had lower, I've had lower. I don't know if Joey's is lower or the same, but it's encouraging, at least, to start. Yeah, I was going to say it. That's a good sign, at least. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we'll we'll definitely get to know about the uh, good players because I just looked over and Felix has three million coins and he has Van Dyke, Conte, Mbappe in his team already and has three million coins on top of that. So, um, just uh, let us <laughs> next week Felix will play rivals and let us know actually how the game feels with good players. Yeah, I'm I'm in a bit of a predicament because I don't know how to build my team because I kind of want Ronaldo in but I can't make it work for Ken. Oh, he's on another. CR7 is the best player this year on the game. He's not even it. He's so good. I didn't. I wasn't a fan with him last year, but this year he's carried me some drafts. I mean, he's so damn good. That's one player I want to get. CR seven. I want to bring him on on a team. He's. I don't know that how. To, that's the annoying thing because uh, I've got so many other players that I want that are really good. I just don't know how to get him in. I'm thinking about getting Cruyff, but then I can't afford the rest of the team. Addison is extinct, by the way. I don't even. Know <laughs> Week one, he's already bringing like top icons. Jeez. Sorry, mate. Uh, I'm jealous. But, but I'm 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 currently trying to figure out how to do this with a with a team, and it's proving to be a bit of a struggle in terms of chemistry. This guy's got first world problems. Yeah, Neymar, Mane. How to fit Neymar, Mane, Mbappe, and. Van Dyke and Ronaldo into a team up. I'm so sorry that you're struggling with this. So am I. Glad we're glad we're on the same page. You sell Salah as well. Yeah, yeah, I sold everything pretty much. I didn't know because I was gonna say obviously if you put uh, I, not that you want to put Salah in the team, but if you had a uh, Mane at striker and then Salah at right wing, you would have got a, the links there. But I'm gonna Firmino roll could be CDM next to Firmino. No. I mean, why not? Though with the we're talking about the pinging through balls. What formation are you going to play in game? I don't know which what formation you've liked I'm, from the I'm draft yet. I'm going to start with a four-two-three-one because I've enjoyed that in draft. Yeah, and I saw I, I saw I um, someone put out a. I hated the four-triple-two. It was so shit. I saw someone put out like a uh, video on the pro. Like, was it Ranners? Maybe had put out a, a video about how he plays the four-two-three-one. So that's still. I mean, it is a, in in theory, it's a. In FIFA yeah. 20, it was built a little bit more to play a little wide, um, but in theory, it's a pretty narrow formation. I think it's it's just the most balanced formation there is, so mm -hmm. it's pretty much going to work on every single FIFA. Yeah, like, I, well, I would agree with that. I, I just want to get back to Firmino and uh, ask Joey why you, you think he's not going to work at CDM. I was going to put De Bruyne there, and they're kind of similar in terms of stats, like the way the card is built, if you get me. I don't know what, like, I've got his stats open right now. Can I, I have your stream up right now, and he's actually got decent strength and aggression for, like, a base gold card. A, a bit meh on the defending. 
But the, well, we've, we've talked, talked about how the, as of the current meta, the defending doesn't even matter because they miss tackles. Yeah. And tackling doesn't matter, so who cares what his actual tackling stats are? True that. It's the defensive awareness and whether he stays in position no matter what. Like, I don't know if, like, uh, I don't know what tactics you're going to put on, but does does those tactics override a low defensive awareness? And, like, I could easily see it. What's his, what, what was his work rates? High, high. Uh, high, high. Yeah, yeah, I would assume high, high for Firmino, actually, the way he plays. Um, I but. Fabinho in there because he's not going to work next to. No, not next to Conte, no. No, yeah, you'd have two similar. I think Wijnaldum, maybe? He's extinct, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is. Well, I I have no clue. Uh, some of the players uh, in the market. Players are extinct, though. You're just gonna have to wait till till they update this stuff. Yeah, Does it have to be a Liverpool player? Option, but Jesus, that card looks unreal. I see why he's extinct. Our... Oh yeah, he's huh? insane. Um, hold on. I just want to put Henderson next to him. Oh my god, these menus, man. If we compare. This card, 86 rated, to this card, 85 rated. Something just doesn't quite add up, in my opinion. Because Vinaldum is so much better, if you look at his stats, than Henderson. Henderson's got better defending, mind. Similar physicals. Vinaldum's much better on the ball. Passing's kind of similar. Vinaldo is a better card and he's lower rated. I'm confused. How is he extinct? How is his price range 35k? Oh, for the, um, uh, well, Henderson, Henderson I just, I just, I'm, I'm not even going to try and snipe him. That's, I wanted to play my rivals games. That's actually sad. That's so low because Henderson's going for around that price. I sold Henderson for 35. Yeah, same. I, I packed him like twice, Henderson. Yeah. Because then I could so do like, like that. I mean, that works. That's everyone on full camera, right? Except for Ron Ron. And I guess Mane, because Mane's playing left wing. But... Yeah, Kante as well, Kante, actually. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, yeah. But I'm, I'm alright with Kante off chem. Yeah. I'm alright with Ronaldo off chem, because he's Ronaldo. I'm alright with Mane off chem, because he's insane as well. There's no way to get this on my... Well, I mean, it's a bit annoying for the people that are just listening and can't see what I'm doing right now, though. I'm just I'm basically I'm, I'm just streaming while we're recording the podcast and I've got my team open that I want to build or thinking about what I want to do and it's, a, it's proving to be difficult because chemistry is a thing and um, yeah I'm yeah I guess stay tuned to see what he builds by next week yeah we'll have his team and probably his rivals and placement games um, and, and we'll know more about how he feels about the game and after not playing draft um, and see, I want, I am interested to see if you feel much different when you're actually getting to pick your tactics formation um, players you're using and everything. You actually build like a full out good team because as of now in draft, because with all that, there's not many special cards in draft uh, that, that I feel like I was, I've watched a couple people build drafts and mostly you, Felix, but even if you do get the Neymars, the Ronaldos, the Mbappes, you're, if, if you get that, there's almost a very low chance your defense is good at all because you're not going to get a well-rounded draft no matter what. Um, so it'd be interesting when you actually get to build a full, well-rounded team. Does it actually still feel as bad, like different, or what does it feel like to you? What do you mean? Like that's what I mean. Like, well, you, obviously, the, all all those negatives that you felt said about the game. I'm interested to see do they feel do they feel as bad as you thought um, when oh, you yeah, actually yeah, get to yeah. full build your team with the good players. Well, I mean, I'm looking at that team. That team's insane. 
was gonna um, say that I'm, I've got a better team than literally everyone except yeah. for the the complete Batesons that have got <laughs> well, a lot of pros, in their starting eleven. But a lot of pros dropped, you know, three four thousand dollars too. So they they'll have yeah, yeah. teams. Yeah, but yeah, no. Basically, when you go into weekend league, twenty nine people at least will have a worse team than you. <laughs> Maybe all thirty. Twenty seven and three ink first weekend like last year. No, I just think at this game I was much better last year. I'm I'm worried about not making a lead. I'm, I've got to be honest, man. I really don't fancy myself. Nah, your team. Not I think after to you say... qualify for rivals, you'll have a different. Because I mean, I should have won four of my placement games, and that should that should say a lot. I don't want to say your team's going to carry you, but my point is you're going to out-team so many people. It's going to be very difficult with, especially how defending is this year. You're just going to be able to outscore a lot of your opponents, man. To be honest, like, yeah, it's just, that's how it's going to be. So I, I don't think you have anything to worry about, about Elite, at least. Hell, you might even make top 200 now since it's uh, expanded. Oh, yeah, and since everyone is still switching to PlayStation, isn't it? Imagine, 17 wins, top 200, let's go. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that would be it. Because again, we—it's only been the ten hours, and yeah. I know we talked about the, the. There was obviously the glitch, but we didn't really have the time to utilize the glitch. At least Joey and I, um, like I still have like four hours left. So I think next week, this week, I'm gonna try to play a ton and really get some more feedback on the game. Um, and get a lot more into rivals and build my team and use better players, use some bad players, just kind of test out that what my thought on pay to win and how bad some of these like just regular gold cards are versus um some of the more metal ones. Um, but yeah, no, if you guys have any questions, uh, leave it to us on Twitter or um, tweet us like anything that we might have missed um, that you talked about that maybe you want to point out, whether it's in the gameplay or like how you feel about draft or rivals or anything like that. Because I think we kind of pass over the fact that the rivals placements gives you 200,000 coins, basically, if you if you win them all. Oh, yeah, that, that is insane as well. Um, so like we kind of glanced over that. So we'll be more expanded on some of that. But uh, if you if we missed anything, let us know um, on Twitter or um, on the podcast for forums and as well while you're there and on below follow us subscribe on all the podcasting platforms we're on every single one i think now um anchor has done a really good job at putting us on every single one i was looking at i've never even heard of some of the websites um that you can actually like stream them on so if you're not getting them on like your spotify your apple android or google um any of those places they're also on like the websites like pocket cast and and anchor itself so you can find them everywhere um, the thought this year is to make sure every single one's live stream. Felix is live streaming this one. Um, so if you had any questions, you throw them down there. And then we're flirting with the idea of maybe putting them onto YouTube as well with face cams, but we haven't we haven't got to that part yet. Um, and Sorry, the technology. It's so hard when we're three different locations, three different time zones. Um, Why we got a price thing. range update. Can't believe what I'm seeing. Wait, what? Yeah, Rodrigo, Joe, Felix, and Fred who are chilling on my transfer list. They've all got a price range increase. To like oh, nice. Now. So, uh, do you want to check just before we get off that none of the other ones have been changed? Like, um, oh, just well, go I'll search Martial or something. Let me see if Vinaldum, he was extinct. It's about time, yeah. man. He's, it's just a weird time. Uh, I'll check Twitter, but just this is a good time as we're about to end it off the pod. Vinaldum, um, 60k now, it seems. Literally five minutes ago, they must have done this. And we've got Martial for 150k. Bang on, time to go cash out. That's going to be 80,000 profit yeah, well, on like 10 of them. You might want to wait a bit because I feel like now is... The, yeah, there's some for 140, 130. I'm watching your stream right now and they're all... You're saying to hold off for a little bit? Yeah. So mm-hmm. well, from our answer from the almost the very first thing we mentioned on the pod was the price ranges and would they update it 
Um, oh yeah, fuck, there's a whole lot of price ranges just went live. When I mean a whole lot, I mean a lot. Literally thousands. Oh, finally. So, oh, there you go. We officially have price range updates, and we answered our question from the beginning. So if you're still here, let us know. Tweet at us saying that our question was answered or something, because that means you listen to the beginning and the end. Because we literally, from the beginning, we're saying that was like the main question we had, and it got answered at the end. But yeah, like I said, subscribe on the podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter. Um, links for that will be down in the description below. We appreciate you listening, Felix, Joey. Good luck in your rivals, and then um, see you next week after that, and we we'll get some more information on there. Um, but yeah, until then, we'll see you next time. See ya. Yeah.